and shirt coordinating. Ooh, captivating. Let's grab lattes while we're waiting. Hey, I have an idea. What? Let's talk fashion. Love it. How's Friday at what? Okay, that's having so much fun. Woo! So, so fascinating. Love this look that you're creating. Ooh, fascinating. This talk's been illuminating. Oh, so fascinating. Groundbreaking and devastating. Wow, I'm roller skating. So much beauty and suffocating. So fashion. I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paris, London, Berlin, Barcelona, Madrid, Des Moines, Des Moines. Belgrade. Belgrade, Tampa, Los Angeles, Frankfurt, Dallas. Visa, Perth, New York, New York, Mexico City, Tokyo, Beijing, Moscow. Welcome, everybody, to So Fascinating. This is your host, uh, Max Wittert, and uh, I'm here with my co-host, the Larry David of I have to admit, Ruby, I actually just don't. You don't like get calling, it. I just. It's not that I don't get it, which I don't. But I actually just <laughs> you like don't, don't don't like the call, Larry David. I just don't like having to say it. Really, I'll say it. Okay. I, hi, I'm Ruby McAllister. I'm the Larry David of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and welcome to so fascinating. Yeah. Um, Why don't you like it? I I'm love gonna, that you don't. I'm just, I think I'm just going to say come it. Out. I think I just don't, I'm not like, I'm not a Larry David person. I tried <laughs> and I've tried, <laughs> like I've tried many times. And I mean, it's definitely, he's definitely becoming less and less of a strong figure as we like are constantly and you may pulling be, down the white men. I from was just going to say you may, this is a little bit of a precarious position to put yourself. In. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to say, I have, I'm sort of a curmud, I'm a bit of a curmudgeonly fashion okay. person. Okay. That's what I'm saying is like, I, I, I like look really young, hopefully, what? and I have really nice skin, but on the inside, I'm like a really, I'm like, I'm like addicted to the, to like being a fashion curmudgeon. Who is a a famous person who has like just a lot of love for what they're doing and like absolutely no knowledge of it. That's like, like, I don't know, like every musical theater nerd at okay, like great. an so, improv class. Okay, great. Then that's what I am. I'm that, I'm that of, of fashion. Um, so uh, let's dive right in. Let's get into news. 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 News, news, news. Okay, so uh, first piece of news. Um, Diana Ross uh, released a new scent, um, and it's called Diamond Diana. Um, it's, <laughs> ni- <laughs> it's $95. Um, and uh, my first reaction to this was, um, you know, first of all, and it comes in like a, like, you know, a glass cut into the shape of like a diamond bottle oh, type situation. My first reaction to this was, um, I even though Diana Ross is like such an insane icon, I'm 
almost like I don't know if you own the name Diana anymore. Like I think because I hear that Princess name like Diana. Princess Diana, mm-hmm. Beanie Babies, like right, Beanie Diamond Babies. Diana just makes me think of like kind of like Beanie Babies or something. Right, but I think there is like a generation I think that I doesn't like know like about a, Diana Ross. Yeah, I, I mean, or Diana or, or, or Princess Diana. Do you think so? I, I think mean, so. Those, well, those people probably aren't buying perfume. <laughs> <laughs> but they're about to because okay. they're like a, all okay. about to lose their virginities. Because because what they do know about is diamonds. Yeah, and they see and they that. do know about Tracy Ellis Ross. Okay, so <laughs> and they're like, oh, this. But Ross is not on the name, right? Just, because it's like, Ross it's is the not Diamond Diana collection, right? Because Ross is like a showbiz vaudeville last name. Yeah. Ross, right? It, it's like it almost is, yeah. like vaguely. It has like vaguely Jewish connotations. Well, I, I know love that, it. I got it. You know at what Ross. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I got it at Ross. Yeah, and like. Diana is just like is like it's Christian. It's just like Diana. Yeah. You know, like it's also like, with Wonder Woman, her you know, Wonder Woman being so big, she's another Diana. Oh, she is another Diana. Yeah. So actually maybe it'll do just fine. Okay. <laughs> Ruby, do you have any uh news items? Um, yeah, I have a really hot news item. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay, so little did I know. Um, that the creators of La La Land were coming out with a new like has a new movie out okay. called I feel like La La Land just came out though. Yeah, like 2 minutes ago. It yeah. literally just got out of theaters. Um and this one is called The Greatest Showman, which is about it's a biographical musical drama, literally Can You Hear My Eye Roll? <coughs> Starring Hugh Jackman, Zac, a- Zac Afron, Michelle Williams, Rebecca Ferguson. So it's about but I, I was like on the train and I saw the ad for it and it's literally just a, I guess it's Michelle Williams, I suppose. I don't know. Okay. Who is just like in, who's a redhead and like literal leader hose. I have to be honest. If you showed me Michelle Williams as a redhead, I don't think I'd be able to identify. No. It's her. like also like, what the fuck is Michelle Williams as a redhead? Literally the ad is just like this woman that looks like she's in the 50s and like some weird fucking like leader hose and shit. And she's just like so white. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. After all this La La Land controversy and like literally people holding up at Trump rallies, like La La Land is fascism. Why are we going for a one two hit? And right. like then doing like, I'm like, I'm just a little like, am I living in a video game? Is this a comic book? Like this has to be a joke. Like there's, but then there's also an aspect of like, you actually probably are. No, we all are at this point. And then it's um, like the disaster artist is coming out, which is like another aspect of like comic book world too, Uh, which is about Tommy Wiseau in the room. And it's James Franco. Right. Where he plays Tommy Wiseau. And like, I'm just like, Oh, it's the end of culture. Like James Franco is the guy from the room. Like we should all like chop off our hair and make, outfits out of our hair because what is it i actually think my hair right now would make a really nice yeah they're sort of like definitely nice definitely nice like hey what also also just a shout out to one of my favorite performers ever 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 i recently met them and i recently literally fell in love at first little glance with jimmy fowley jimmy fowley doing his one woman show so long boulder city which is emma stone's is it the um the imagined one woman show that emma stone in la la land goes to i think can with or something in the movie i guess her character like goes to some crazy 
film festival with a one woman show and like this oh, is this the, the imagine yeah and this version. is like what the show is the imagined show and i saw like 40 That's minutes hysterical. of it in la and it's truly the best thing i've ever seen so like related to like the question of fascist aesthetics within the la la land narrative um okay well i think that we should move into our uh into our guest portion now shall we let's introduce christian christian cowan cowan the guest let's get into it you snooze you lose better keep up who's who you snooze you lose better keep up what interview portion (laughs) right so we have a very special person with us right now Christian um, Cowan. Christian Cowan. You want to say hello? Hello. Oh, <laughs> wasn't that a lovely hello? Um, so Christian Cowan is just an incredible designer. Um, just makes the most fabulous clothes that are like just exuberant and so ecstatic. Um, and is, is ecstatic, and but like, also yeah. fine tailoring, I think, is like a detail of Christian's work. The He's shapes are like out of control, really, really cool. Proportion, play with proportion. And I want to talk to you about all this in a second, but this is just the intro. He's also dressed some of the greatest divas in the world. Yeah, which we will, which we sure. will get into in like t minus three seconds. Um, <laughs> and he just made his New York debut this past year. Yeah. yeah. In February, two thousand seventeen. Fashion yeah. clap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't, you can't tell, but I was just yeah. slapping my face for that, that is, clap. It's, just a, it's a um, fashion clap. Yeah. Your hands are always just—you always have one hand on a drink, one hand on something, on yeah. a yeah, yeah, one hand or in my pocket, yeah. Or um, so the question that I just like to start mm-hmm. everything off with is: um, so who are you wearing right now? Oh no! Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's. I'm hoping that every time people say, "Oh no," uh, uh, no, I'm wearing. No, I mean. Jeans from I don't know, um, oh, Converse, famous, and yeah. then you know Milk the drag queen. Oh, Milk's okay. T-shirt. Milk's t-shirt. Yeah. I was admiring this pink. It's like a like really sweet powdery blush pink. Yeah, and I like it says Dairy Air because it's a it's a it's bum, a, but then it's also uh, Dairy. Dairy. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's smart. That's Very clever. Smart. And I'm also admiring your uh, necklace, Assam. Oh yeah, Assemble. I've got like a little collection yeah. of like random bits of bling. What, do any of these have any sort of like significance to you or is it just purely like so, a... So the, the big crucifix is from my grandmother in Spain and okay. she's got that. It's like two generations or so. And then this one's quite cool, hard for anyone who's listening, but it's like a ball that unclips into a cross. <gasps> yeah, you That's what that is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That is cool. so interesting. And then the rest are just uh, from like jewelry places. It looks like, like something that would be in like, um, oh, what is that <laughs> book series? That um, Nicolas Cage uh, turned national into national treasure. Yeah. <laughs> it is a national treasure. Yeah, maybe that's is that what it? No, I'm thinking yeah. of Da Vinci Code, oh, right? Uh, but that's not Nicolas is that, Cage. Is that not no, Nicolas Cage? Tom Hanks. Is no. it? Yeah, that's Tom Hanks, of course. Yeah. Okay. Get only Nicolas Cage is national treasure. I that's this bit. is more national. Yeah, okay, maybe that's what I'm. Maybe that's what. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. It's a bit okay, it's yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. Like this doesn't belong in like the Vatican archive. No, no, no. No, it's definitely it does not sort of, but it does sort of look like you could like roll it across the ground and it would open up and like a light would shine out and like suck something oh, in or like something would blast out. Treasure. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. I didn't see it. I'm yeah. so, clearly. So what was like yeah. National Treasure is like 
It's more of the American conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, the dollar note has this, and then this connects. To, oh, like, it's like Illuminati in stuff. DC, yeah. and like right. the founding father was like, like a lizard, or like it's right. not that, the but founding father weird. was a lizard. Was a lizard. Yeah. yeah, which I do. You guys believe in any conspiracy theories? By the way. I don't really, cause just because I don't really know many. Um, like I know that yeah. they like some people don't think people went to the moon, but I like to choose. They've been. I like to choose. They I did. think they did. I, I think, think they, they did. did. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, From, I've gone back and forth on that. Like, admittedly, yeah. because like I'm also very against conspiracy theories now. Yes. Like yeah. post alt right post. Yeah. Like. Pizza Gate post yeah. all of that. Like I I'm was just about like I was also gonna, some of yeah. them are really insensitive to some tragedies. Like I sometimes see conspiracy theories that Sandy are Hook. so Sandy Hook is crazy. offensive to like yeah. people who died and yeah. stuff. Like so I yeah. say those people sometimes like, yeah, so sometimes I don't like to like tread that water because it just gets so ugly so fast. Yeah. Mm. It's it's but very it's very inhumane to sort of be like like to not consider the fact that you might be wrong. National treasure. National treasure is, I think, all to do with like Illuminati. Yeah, classic. Like, yeah. The sort of like, the sort of um, Dior of conspiracy theories. I it, feel it, like it, is <laughs> the Illuminati. Well, the Illuminati is so like. I mean, the thing about the Illuminati is the robes, right? Is like, it? I just think I, that's like, when I think, think Illuminati. I think dark room, mm, long oh, robes, like long robes. I think like Jay Z. Oh, I sometimes think Jay Z. Well, of course, that's that, like what everyone says. Yeah, now. yeah. Like, but the yeah, insinuation yeah. there, right, is that it's like at some point all these people get together, and when they get together, there's a thick wood table that has like runes carved into it or something, and they're like all wearing robes and like gathered on a big dark table or something. Like that's just sort of what I think of when I think of so Illuminati. Eyes wide shut. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like that's also, what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm thinking. thinking yeah. Of. yeah, yeah. Is like eyes oh, you know, wide yeah. shut. Is just yeah. like, are you kidding? There's an aspect of it where it's like I'm obsessed with Nicole Kidman's performance in that movie. Like it's amazing. Whatever. Blah blah blah. It's, a, it's Stanley Kubrick. Blah blah blah. But it's also just like, are, wait, are, are, are wait? This is about the Illuminati. Like, what is it. the whole thing about you haven't fucking seen it? Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, I think really? you'd love it. I've seen like it. No, I don't know it. Judging solely by, like, your work that I've seen, <laughs> I, think <you> would, <laughs> I think you would like it. Oh, it is time for a massage from our sponsors. Sexy! This week's episode is brought to you by Huckleberry Farms Jams and Spreads. Nothing beats the taste of pure. Here at Huckleberry, we only use fruit at peak ripeness and combine them with just a touch of hydrogenated corn oil and a kiss of high fructose corn syrup to bring you jams and spreads that'll make you say, yum! Each spread is jam-packed with explosive flavors. Try our upcoming special blends, mango apple bonanza, cherry eucalyptus adventure, or palm oil corn sugar. Each jar of Huckleberry Farm jams comes with a discount coupon for your next purchase of cigarettes. So why not grab a pack while you're waiting in line? What could be better than a freshly toasted English muffin with a heaping spoonful of Huckleberry Farm jam and a smooth liquid drag off quality tobacco? So, head on over to the farm. Nothing beats the taste of pure. Huckleberry Farm jams. This ad brought to you by Big Daddy Tobacco. Hey Daddy. Out of curiosity, how do you, like, 
describe your work to people that like haven't Ooh, I've seen probably it like not very professionally. I like I've described it as jokes before. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like it's like bright and energetic and I think it's always got a sense of like humor and parody to it. I think it's a shame when people try to insinuate that in order for something to be uh, taken seriously it has right. to be like very serious and like right. no fun to it. Um, but yeah, just like bright, literally useful to someone who's confident for sure. Mhm. I mean, I really, I really like that you brought that up because like a sense of humor is something that I didn't realize until recently, but like, that's, I think what I end up like really looking for in, in clothing. Uh Um, and like, I mean, like as I've, you know, like as my, like even like for things that I put on myself, not even things that I just like appreciate from a distance, but for things that I put on myself, I'm realizing that like as I get older, I, I kind of always want like something on me to be like a little bit fucked up or cheeky, you know, like I went through this phase where I was like, everywhere I go, I want to look like I, I'm not from there, you know? So like, Mm. so like, I, like I used to have this like really, I mean, I still have it actually, but I used to wear this like really weird, like Elvin hat kind of thing that I got from this, (laughs) like from this like textiles, witch in Soho, um, who I'll tell you all about later. Um, but like, so I used to wear that with like, with everything or like sometimes there was a time when like where did you want to be why did you want to look like you were from that was just anywhere but okay you know okay, like it was just kind of anywhere but or like there See, was, i would have chosen specific towns and specific countries okay. and mm-hmm. then found references to them. right 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 <laughs> like so, i'm from trondheim norway <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're a designer and i'm not um so wait in terms of that do, is your because do are you hyper specific with your references or how does that work when you no, design yeah like i don't have visual references okay. like i think like some people are like this like Bauhaus architecture mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. or like this movie um but for me it's more like a i don't know more of like a mood i okay. like i think it i'm trying to think it's well let me just think of like what i've actually done in the past like one my last collection was a parody of new york it was mm-hmm. meant to be like celebrating my move to new york mm-hmm. and also it was like so I had, like, versions of, like, the Upper East Side, like, wealthy ladies. And then I had versions of, you know, like, the hooker adverts in the telephone boxes you right. see everywhere. Mm-hmm. I made prints out of those. It was, like, what, the New York Loves Me um, t-shirts I did were a parody right, of right. I Heart New York. So, like, it was all, like, a parody of that. The one before it was um, it Trump had just happened. Right. And so I wanted to just do, like, a big LGBT kind of, like, positivity, like... Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's more of like a mood. There's right. a million different references. Right. That only really makes sense in my head. And in that also, uh, your last collection was at, which I loved, was at Indochine, mm-hmm. which was like, I just found to be, and those of you that don't know who Indochine, what Indochine is, is like the most fabulous, sort of almost like a relic mm. of an old New York, the 80s New York, um, has like, Beverly Hills Hotel, like the Beverly Hills Hotel, like banana palm wallpaper. And, you know, like everybody did blow there. Everyone fucked there. Like every legend did whatever at Indochine. So I loved that as well about your last collection that it was like, and at Indochine (laughs) was just like beyond. It was beyond. It was great. That's the exact reason why I did it. Yeah. I was like, it's the best. It like it. Like, all the people who are my icons and inspire mm. me all partied there yeah. and I got together there. Speaking of, like, who who are some of those 
people that you like that you think of Amanda Lepore or yeah. like David Bowie mm. or mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell like right. all like that kind of like I always think of those like hyper like opulent 80s like amazingness happened right. there mm-hmm. like it's just great and you see photos and that all together and I love that it was all these different walks of life like it was like weirdly Donald Trump used to hang out right. with Amanda totally. Lepore yeah, yeah. yeah. fashion icon yeah. Donald Trump yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a cute th- like there has been always this Donald Trump within him but as a New York icon he's had to party with Amanda Lepore and recognize mm-hmm. where like the fun is yeah, like he's like, just party ha- with Lil yeah. Kim and yes. like, was in the Home Alone yes. movie yeah right. oh my god he was <laughs> which is so disturbing when you watch it now yeah it's like run yeah away from <laughs> yeah get out of the or, home and or, don't be alone anymore yeah, yeah. stop him now while you can yeah yeah <laughs> this idea of like like fashion sort of intersecting with like politics in sort of like non-obvious ways like you know because like like we have some like very like like obvious things like okay like the like current designer of Dior throwing out those like shirts that are like you know like like blatant like you know like obvious like feminist like things across the shirts or whatever throw those out Oh no, oh no, I'm just, oh, I'm oh. saying like sending them down the runway oh, yeah. when I say throwing them out. <laughs> sorry, that's, I I'm sorry, like, I want to throw them out. I didn't no. miss that. Yeah, yeah no. Like, no, but like, you know, like, like sending those out. So like, there's like some like sort of obvious stuff like that, but then it's interesting to hear you talking about your like parody of New York, which like happens to also coincide with like the political atmosphere in America, mm. aka Trump. And like, and it's, it's sort of interesting to hear, to, to sort of see and hear this like through line of like this sort of like like subtle parody this sort of like subtle commentary that is happening mm-hmm. this like political commentary that's happening you know through, through fashion. fashion through fashion yeah. well In, i definitely yeah. think like of all of like a lot of what i found when i first saw your stuff was that it was inherently political in a, in a weird way, because it was like, I saw it like your show was like a week after the inauguration, your first show was yeah, like a yeah, week yeah. after really the inauguration was. or whatever. And I like looked at your stuff and I was like, this is, this is crazy that this is going down the runway now. Whereas mm-hmm. like, we also are going through this moment of like, Gosha Rubachinsky, like this like 100%. street, this streetwear sort of like also idol of the nasty Russian white boy who is sort of dominant. I, I mean, I mean, maybe I don't, but it is a dominant figure still in fashion culture. And then it was like, you know, like um, and like commenting on irony and tense de- depravity has been so popular for the past years. And then you like this little shining light like <laughs> puts like sparkles and beautiful things down the runway that are tailored God, i was like thank god something like this is around like a week after the fucking inauguration oh my god the vogue review said that exact thing they yeah. were like it was like this shining sparkly party because mm. it was in the middle of a blizzard that had happened as well mm. like in the middle of a snowstorm to cheer everyone up and i always say like i want everyone to leave my shows feeling like better and having mm-hmm. like a, a good time. And yeah, I just like, I like to put like all the things I believe in, which is like total inclusivity of everyone, whether it's trans or different uh, ethnicities or everything. I like to have that all in my show. And 
just remind everyone, I think the best part about the 80s was it was like, everyone forget about your differences. Let's just all have a good time mm. in the clubbing scene. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I want to bring back mm-hmm. to it. Right. I think what you are, you're also speaking, you're rallying your base, which I really think, like your clothing is really for the people you want to wear. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's not necessarily for everybody, but Mm. not in an exclusive way, just in this is my community and these are clothing for my community, which I think is really essential because it was also like, after the inauguration too, like there was this whole like liberal panic of like, we've got to talk across the aisle. I've got to know. We've got to have these conversations with these fascist people rather than just like, no, actually, I think we should probably start liking one another a little more than like going straight to like, everyone is going to be wearing a rainbow flag and that means inclusivity. I like about your work is it's like about your people and like making your people happy. Yeah. Which I love. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like think it's great to stand up for the things that you believe in and you want, but then also at the same time, I don't want to like, some people I feel like have gone down the route of like bashing every single Republican they ever meet. Right, right, and right. And so I don't think that's the answer because right. A, that's just going to like ostracize it more or make everyone more separate. Right. I think it's just about like showing them why it's so sick to be right. inclusive and like mm-hmm. all those things mm-hmm. rather than just being like, it, yeah, which is, them, which like, is kind of like a fun and then be yeah. like, oh, actually, this is what's going on. Like they don't even realize mm-hmm. it first. Like yeah. I get like Republican oh, women who are like yeah. loving it. Yeah. And then they realize that they're like a bunch, they're around like a bunch of drag queens and like a bunch of like, like young kids who wear sequins and like all of that and they're like oh this is amazing yeah. I've had it a few times already and really? like the more I get into sales because realistically a large part of sales is like wealthy Republican women because they're all from like middle America and they've got loads of money right. and that's all where designers are selling clothes to and it's right. like I want to like use that in one and I think it's nice to show that but do you think we would have a Melania Trump without Paris Hilton Oh, what do you mean? I don't know what that means. Because, like, of course, like... like Did Paris set a precedent? Like, Paris, I feel like, is so into... I think Paris is connected on some cultural consequence or whatever to the Trumps. Because I guess Trump and her had a reality TV show the same year, right? Simple Life, I think, was at the same time as The Apprentice. Oh, perhaps, yeah. And, um... I just wonder, like, who is like who is Paris Hilton to you? Mm. What what did she do for culture? I love Paris. Yeah, I know. Like, I've I've read that you. Yeah, love, I'm sure you, you can love. see it as well. Like, yeah. to me, <laughs> it's in she your in your skin. Is, like, she's so nice and so genuine. And then she's and she was been, in your show. She's been such a supporter. Okay. Like your first show in New yeah, York. Yeah, like most people you contact. Like, if they don't know you, if you're not Mark Jacobs, they're mm. just not down. Right. And she genuinely just looked at, like, my work and mm. liked it. And we met, and she was so nice. And she was like, I'd love to be in your show. And then she's so down to help out in any way. Like, I just did a big show for Make-A-Wish Foundation mm. to mm. raise money for the kids. And I asked her to be involved. And she was, like, immediately, like, yes. And she came down and she spent loads of time. She's not getting paid for this. It's all to help out. And so I, she's super nice. She's super supportive. And, like, and she also as a young designer, she tags and she yeah. posts. And it's like, like Make couldn't sure really support more. Isn't, there you go. Okay. <laughs> couldn't really support more. 
So what, what what was she to you like before before you met her? Yeah. Well, like she's such an icon in this. She's the icon that everyone knows. Like yeah. I mean, she's like internet gold. Yeah. And then like the simple life was kind of she invented pay to party, which is like now how the whole world, or the whole celebrity world, really operates. Yeah, and like the Kardashians she, would be. Nice she invented like her. the selfie. Yeah. She yeah. invented like the whole image of like that whole kind of like almost Barbie esque like better than real life kind of aesthetic mm. i mean it's inspired like so much stuff everything like i mean i think something that was f- fun about her and one of the reasons why she was like sort of like a not just an icon but like a gay icon is because mm. like despite all of like the like pristine barbie stuff like the, like there was just like always something that was like maybe a little bit mess like messy underneath mm-hmm. it you know well, she, and she, like, i guess she grew up on camera yeah like so right. she was so young when she did that show so i mean like oh my well, god if, if i was on a hit tv show at that age mm-hmm. with that access i'd be a mess uh, right. like much more of a mess uh i also think she's like in the sense that she's insanely smart like and in, she's built a giant business like a giant business and i think people always saw the simple life and didn't really realize that mm-hmm. that like everything is purposefully done and like she's like a billion dollar business it is an amazing sort of i also think like paris like sort of this is a bit of a stretch but it's an, you know what you know let's you let's get Baca. into some verbal yoga stretch but stretch um she sort of like allowed like porn aesthetics and like stripper aesthetics to be part of wealth like in the way that like Pamela That's Anderson really interesting. like yeah. Pamela Anderson previously like there was like sort of like a crassness to Pamela that like we knew she was like wealthy but we like also knew her like her icon was like girl next door with huge tits and like she's naughty at night you know like that was like yeah. her whole thing she we knew that she was like poor growing up but that she never she quite struck brought gold. it to like right so she like brought this like stripper aesthetic or this what I like to call a survival aesthetic because it's like a way women survive is Mm -hmm. looking that way um, to the masses. But like Paris took it and was like, this isn't a survival aesthetic anymore. This isn't for a hustler. This isn't for a working girl. This is luxury, which is crazy. And it's like, she made porny stuff into like away from class, really like sort of took it away from Oh, like you have you you look like this because you need the cash, or you know you look like this because you're a girl without an education, or you, yeah, she saw she, the element that like some yeah. women genuinely want to like show their body and like right. have fun with it. Word, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you always do you associate yourself? Because I am a classic. I feel like obviously a Nicole. Of I am a Nicole Richie. Oh, okay. Opposed to a Paris Hilton. Mm, I associate myself like smart and like I will become anorexic when (laughs) I am 30. When I get anorexic. Yeah, yeah. but like until then I'm having a good time. There's an aspect of like, (laughs) like there's an aspect of Nicole Richie that I also think is sort of fabulous where it's like she was like sort of like, yeah, I'm going to look like sort of like a piece of shit until it matters. It's like, yeah, I'm just partying until like. I can't do this anymore and I'm going to get my act together. Good. Like, you yeah. know, and, I, and I'm totally, I so identify with that idea yeah. of like, I'll get around to it. Don't worry about me. I'm just having a good time in the meantime. Yeah. 
And then there's like something about like Paris that she really does have sort of like an eternal youth about her. Like she still pretty much looks the same. Yeah. Like she, her brand is so impenetrable and is so forever. And she's so loyal to her own brand. Yeah. Like yes. she, well, she's so good with it. Like, yeah. Something else that I wanted to ask you about, this is like a total pivot, but like I was looking at your work and so I'm an illustrator. And so like I saw your stuff and I was like, these look like drawings. Fab. Like, is this guy like, what cartoons is this guy into? Cause mm. they, cause a lot of your stuff kind of looked like, <laughs> like people look like they're just like jumping off the pages of like comic books or something. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I, have you gotten that before? No, I haven't heard that, but I love that because mm-hmm. I mean, I sketch everything and it looks, the real outfits look exactly like my sketches. Like they look okay. exactly yeah. like yeah. my sketches. It reads. Like, almost like a photo. Um, and I've never been into comics. Uh, but growing up, I loved American Dad and I loved Family Guy hmm. and I loved all ah. of those. I, lo- I liked South Park. Right. Um, and to be honest, I liked Futurama when I was a kid. I liked The would Simpsons like, when I was a kid. Like, would you would you like characterize that as like sort of irreverent? For sure, like that's yeah. entirely like the basis of my personality. Right. Mm. It's like irreverent humor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm actually going to be doing a big collaboration with one of those cartoons <gasps> in a year, which I'm really Ooh. excited dun, about. Dun, like, dun. That's, very, that's juicy. Yeah, I'm very excited. Ooh, that's okay. so cool. I just got. Sh- I got to go to the animation stuff. studios recently, and I go through all sick. Oh, oh my god! I'm dying to ask you so, more about that experience. So yeah, so how have those cartoon how did those cartoons affect your style like your designing work? I don't know. I just mean I just watched them. Am I allowed to swear on this by the way? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so my I just, God. I've done it like a number of times already. But um <laughs> yeah, I just watched them like shitloads and I just um me and my, I, I grew up I'm one of eleven children and so it's like <laughs> like it was a very like all of us watching the show and the human, we'd constantly quote them and like like constantly quoting American Dad and Family Guy and uh, South Park for sure, uh, and like I don't know whether it, I don't know whether I realize it affects my designs, but definitely my sense of humor. I'm so fascinated by the fact that you're one of eleven. What? Me too. Just, that is a crazy fact. Th- I mean, that's that's, <laughs> yeah. that's really that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting. Um, I mean, in a way, it makes sense because like, so the second I walked in here, you were just like such a like. You're so at ease. You're such an at ease person. I'm super chill. Yeah. That super chill. It, that With it just people yeah. You. Yeah, exactly. I'm almost too chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like your home being invaded by strangers. You're like, yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, well, not strangers, but you know. <laughs> um, but that's really interesting. Just like <laughs> reaching into like itty bitty Christian. Like, do you have any like super early like fashion memories mm. that you? My mum is definitely inspo mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. like she, my whole growing up would, it's funny because actually this isn't very similar to my clothes. Color wise it's not, but silhouette it is. She would always just wear black and she mm. has the same black hairstyle. She'd wear pearls, but then she would wear black pencil skirts and black blouses tucked in mm. or like black um, like sweaters tucked in. It was always like she was going to like some fat funeral. Ooh. And then wear black heels as well, like pointy. Ones. I would love to see you design for a funeral. Oh, me too. I should do it one day. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that silhouette comes out a lot in my clothes, like mm. the pencil skirt kind of thing. But she inspired me. And then not really. I wanted to be David Attenborough. Mm. 
mm. until I was about 12. And then I wanted to be a fashion designer. And I think it's more nature that inspired me. Very cliche to say. No. But like, I love I that wanted you wanted to, to be David Anne. I want to be an entomologist, someone who studies insects. Oh. Like that was my absolute, still is. Okay. Um, and what are your favorite insects? Sorry? What are your favorite insects? Oh, that's a good, and lizards. I love lizards. Uh, but, um, yeah. Herpetologist. No, that's snakes. Sorry, go ahead. Insects, I don't even know. That's leaf, I had pet leaf insects, which I was always obsessed with. And praying mantises. So beautiful. Love and I love chameleons. And I love like... So it's insects and chameleons Yeah, like tropical you. insects and, and lizards. Oh, chameleons. Yeah. yeah. Not comedians. <laughs> oh, I and like comedians. Uh, <laughs> no, I tropical like... Tropical chameleons. Everything you listed just now is very green. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. you have green hair I right now. Funny. I've always loved the green ones. And I yeah. weirdly... Sorry. Okay. I've always loved the weird ones, but I weirdly always hated green. Really? And huh. now I love it. Weird. I yeah. guess, you know, everything's cyclical. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, so insect, I'm so obsessed with that. I had like a million pets when I was growing up. Like, like basically who? a zoo's worth of pets. And was it like by your choice or was it just like because you were around all the kids? The no, kids they were all, all mine. Like no one else had really pets. And then I had my, my dad, to like my dad totally it would spoil me and my mum. But when it came to things like, like interesting hobbies so like if i wanted to be like uh entomologist yeah. they totally indulge me in like insect books and like insects and in frames and like real life ones oh it is time for a massage from our sponsors sexy i love to travel traveling is the hallmark of my independence as a modern woman I do it anytime I want, financially, creatively, physically, all by myself, doing my own thing my own way. My name is Lily, and I've been an assistant editor at a corporate tobacco trade magazine for seven years, and finally at 32 I said, what am I waiting for? Let's go to Bali. Ugh, my, I can't tell you how wonderful that was. The sand, the huts, the surf, the men. And I'm certainly not going to flip open my passport to show you my melange of foreign-acquired stamps. Who would? Instead, I wear my very own travel bag. My very own travel bag is a way of showing where I've been. With personally customized fabric, I simply type in where I've been and where I'm going. And my very own travel bag sends me a beautiful, trendy, dark denim tote featuring a list of wonderful destinations in elegant Times New Roman font. I look and feel amazing, and that's who I am. You'll catch me walking into the office with my very own travel bag at my side, cigarettes still in my hand. Oops, I forgot to put out my cigarette, but who cares, right? We're all adults here. Yeah, we're all independent, powerful women here smoking with my very own travel bag. When I smoke, what a beautiful bag to be caught smoking in your office with. Hell, I look like a power top with this thing. A power top that says yes. Yes, I travel. Yes, I pay my bills. No, these flats weren't on clearance. And yes, that's the smell of tobacco mixing with my previously sprayed mist of eternity by Estee Lauder. What can I say? I love travel, cigarettes, and myself. This message was brought to you by Big Tobacco.
but then wow. like I, I never owned a toy. Like, right. you know, there's always see, that I type. I, like, I had a fossil mm. collection. I had like oh insects my. and frames collection. And I like, yeah. So I'm just obsessed. I'm truly obsessed with that. I just can't. I can't. That is like the basis of me. It like, is. Like, is. you're revealing something. Would you ever really consider. Special. Would you ever consider <laughs> designing clothing for insects? <laughs> it would probably hurt them if you put them on. You've dressed so many divas. Why not a praying mantis? <laughs> oh my, well, I know. They're very similar to models. Yeah, yeah, I know. I love praying mantises. I'm, one time, one of my praying mantises, long story, got eaten by its food, like the crickets. It was, oh. And my mom, <laughs> my mom, like, cried for a day straight. She was so upset. And I was so upset. Aww. So sad. That was actually just, like, really upsetting for me. I just got like chills up my spine. <laughs> it's quite an interesting case study as well. The the food revolting and <laughs> eating crazy. the um, uh, eating the guy. That's I mean that's like just... a very that's like a good um, you know argument for being vegetarian. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I recently yes. I recently Planet gave up leaves. meat. Oh. oh, still eating fish. I don't How know do why f- they don't have souls. Apparently, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, but everybody feels. That everybody way. believes. I can't souls. be vegetarian because yeah. I'm allergic to nuts, soy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah no, and hummus. That. Oh God! Yeah. Then you you're out of luck. Oh, because hummus has oh, chickpeas. Seed. I'm allergic to chickpeas. Oh, chick- oh, because they're just like I'm allergic to lentils as well. Oh, There's like some- all legumes, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something happened. Oh, jihad. So like, I literally can't be vegetarian or vegan because I'd just be. Okay. I mean, I probably could be vegetarian, but just not vegan. Right. Not vegan at all. No. Yeah. Like for health reasons. No, like, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But what? When did? When did you go from insect lover to? How did it? Like, it's the most random U-turn. Yeah. When I was twelve, I was like, I want to be David Ashburn. And the next day, I was like, I want to be a fashion designer. And do you remember that? Like, did you get? I hit remember. In the head? Like, I remember the day. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So what can you tell us? About? And what were you special. wearing on that day? I was just like, I think I discovered. I was like very much an internet child. Like okay. I was on the internet the whole time. Yeah. And played video games loads and stuff. And I think I just discovered like fashion on it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. I was like, that's cool. Like, like, were, like were McQueen you? and like. Okay, so you were like literally like finding like designers that you. Yeah, I, or I, like, I can't even remember what started at first. I'd just see like outfits that I thought were like the coolest thing ever. It just grasped, like, took my attention. And then around when I was like 14, Gaga came on the scene. And then, oh, like, yeah. that blew my mind. Because I was, like, a kid in the middle of the countryside. No one in my family is in the arts or fashion or anything like that. Right. And Gaga was, like, the coolest thing I'd ever seen. And mm. I was obsessed with it. Interesting. So were you, like, obsessed with divas before Gaga? Or was Ga- is Gaga sort of, like, who is Gaga to you? Yeah, I'm trying to think if I liked anyone particularly before. I don't really think I they were on my radar before. Okay. Um, I mean, I definitely, like watched Spice Girls when I was like a tiny yeah, kid yeah, yeah. and stuff right. but um yeah like Gaga was like the thing that like got me going for all of that I think she's definitely like the main inspiration and you which have is, been able to dress her I have a number of times it's fun like wow what, a, what an amazing so thing good. to be able to like look and she was the first celebrity I ever dressed which was so much fun when I was 18 really so, yeah. wow which was great wow that's amazing that was a fun moment for me but yeah and how like how how do you like approach somebody that inspired you so like hardcore like um, i just feel like like if i got the opportunity to like dress like bet midler or like david bowie love if only. i just like wouldn't i just like would die 
like I just wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. <laughs> I would just drop dead and be like, here's a paper bag. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, like, I just like before I die, please. Is like, like how not. do you not cower is what you're saying, basically? Or well, like, it's just that classic thing of like, don't meet your idols. Like I'm very, even though right. I have met many of my idols and for the most part, it hasn't been all bad, but like there's just an aspect of like the fantasy that I want to preserve with my idols that like, if I got the opportunity to like, to, to meet the person that changed my life, I would like, I don't know. How do you approach that? I don't know. Like I made a few like terribly made outfits when I was 18 and they're like glued together and all of this. Mm -hmm. And I like did a kind of makeshift presentation for them outside of fashion week, just in a studio. And I got my friends to it for free and then, weirdly, one of my friends, who's this fabulous drag queen in London, was got to take over the Dazed and Confused magazine's Instagram mm. for the day. Mm. And so he came down and put it on the Instagram. And then the next day, Gaga's team requested the whole collection and went out. And then she just wore it. And I hadn't met her yet, but I was like, yeah, I was fucking happy. Sick. But yeah, I don't know. Holy I've never shit. had a problem with meeting those people. The people I would freak out about meeting who I've mm. never met are the okay. people who influenced me as a child. So David right. Attenborough would like mm. blow my mind. To yeah, me. like okay. that would be too much. <laughs> uh, and like, what would you want to dress going, him in? I won't oh. say yeah. which one, but the animation studio I got to go right. to, I was like freaking out with right. excitement because it was just like, you know, this is it. The heck. Who can? David Attenborough. Bingo. Jamboree. Jam? <laughs> okay. okay. Phoenix. Flames. Mm. Klez- Potter. Okay, mm. sure. Yes. Klezmer. For some reason, I'm thinking of like a clam. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you so love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Carpenter. Woodwork. <laughs> uh, fish. Mm. I'm thinking of a joke, actually, okay. a fish-related joke. joke. Tell the joke. It's terrible. No, so in England, we have these things called penguin bars, and they're chocolate bars. It's got this notoriously the worst joke ever on the back. Like they have terrible jokes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one said, "What did the fish say when he swam into the wall?" Damn. <laughs> it's so I, bad. Honestly, I adore. Oh my god. I adore. That, oh, no, that's adore good. That that's good. So that whole yeah. joke came to my head. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Spicy. Spice Girls. Um, love it. Precipice. Oh, I keep on coming up with a movie where they... <laughs> no, what is it? I remember it? the what movie where I first heard the word precipice, and I was like, what's that? Uh, it was... It had Keanu Reeves in it. Uh, it was about like the day the Earth stood still. It was an alien movie. Wow. Okay. That's and I remember really the cool. line in the movie. Well, what's the line? It, it's like... This is so random. No, it's like it. only... Because like, the aliens are about to like, come and destroy everything. Yeah because we're destroying the planet, like, right. uh, ecosystem. Right. And then this guy is trying to convince him, he's like, only on the precipice of disaster can mankind change itself. Very deep. And only on the precipice of disaster, disaster can, can mankind, mankind change itself. And it kind of always stuck with me. And it's like, he's trying to convince the aliens to not kill, kill like, everyone, because like, now they've seen disaster, they can change. Deep. Uh- I feel like we should just not do the other two because that's where I just want to wrap that up. That's incredible. Okay. So this next segment may be a little weird because you're a designer, um, but we call it dream garment. 
And just on the spot, we've never done this with with a designer. Um, The idea is you just come up with a piece that you would want to own, something that doesn't exist um, yet. And it can be as fantastical as just like a glowing orb that like floats on your shoulder or, you know, or like. You know, uh, yeah, a toucan, or just like a pink toe ring that you can't find anywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. just like what is the dream? Here, should, do you want one of us to can go give, first, or do you want to? Am I allowed to give two things? Yes, give two, us, give one, us two. One's for me, and one's one I want to create. Okay, okay, so, okay. Great, I love. Go for it. Okay, so the first thing is I've always wanted to create a suit that's completely like LED screen, mm. so it, but yes. like HD. Yeah. And I contacted like Intel and all these different people to try and do it. We haven't worked out yet, but I want it to be like a complete TV screen that is like mm. you can pr- like change the visuals and everything. I want to create fabric that's like a TV screen with pixels that change color. That's the dream. Woven into the fibers, yeah. and then the thing that I would love to own is I want a diamond uh, necklace. <laughs> I want a long, like, full Uh, diamonds the whole way round. I went uh, to Cartier, I saw it, I know which one I want. Okay. But I cannot afford it because it's 47,900. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know. You know, sell that lamp or something. Uh, make some investments, and we'll get there. Invest in some bitcoins. They'll uh, turn up in a few years or something. Um, what is your dream? Do you have a new dream garment? Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, my new dream garment. Okay. Um, I. I dream of kimonos, mm. like just the right kimono. Do you watch Drag Race? I do. You know oh, the kimono. She better do. Oh no. See, I don't want one of those. Like, what? Okay. I, I just had a vision. Okay. Fashion vision. I want like a kimono that is like. Like sort of like Memphisy, mm-hmm. so like, Memphis-y. like me, like uh like Memphis style, like the Design. like the art movement, the art movement, yeah. Memphis. Are like you not very familiar? Cle- very clean and like. I don't really it's know it was it. okay. So it's by it started in Italy actually. Right, it was Primary like an Italian designer. It's like it's like you know that stuff. that's like it's like black and white zigzag lines with yeah, like yeah. a pink half moon and like a and like a blue orb or whatever. So like yes, Memphis. You you get it. I totally that is so. Me. So I'm thinking like a Memphis kimono that maybe even has like 3D objects like coming off oh. of it. Like maybe there's like a like like a multicolored cube that just sort of like juts out of the, out of the arm. Mm. But this is tricky because kimonos are usually made out of like, or I'm thinking like a set, like a yukata is usually made out of like really thin material. Yeah, but you could just so, interface the material on like. And also it's a fantasy. And so like wadding it. And like yeah, yeah. Make it yeah. yeah. I love that. Okay. So that's my dream garment. Ruby, uh, give us your dream garment. Today my dream garment is, I just think like, like I just like want like a stained glass, like bra. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no, I want like a stain. I want like I'm very much into sacred devotion right now because like I may or may not be like in love. Maybe okay. well, not really. Like I just have a major crush. Okay. So like I'm very much into like I'm a nun. Okay. You know, like I'm very much into like. 
love is devotion. Love is sacred devotion. So I think like just like everything, like if I just need like a dress, a bra, a veil, uh, like shoes, definitely shoes, boots, knee high boots, all made of stained glass. Like uh, real glass so you yeah. can't move. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like but it's like clear dream. vinyl so you can move. Definitely the boots are clear vinyl, but the the dress is glass. Yeah. The veil is glass. <laughs> the bra Sick. is glass. Love it. Like I wanted to be in a cape too. When I get attached to somebody, I definitely become a bit Catholic, even though I'm literally nothing. I have no Catholic in me. I'm incredibly Protestant. Uh-huh. Um, but I get very much like I will cage myself for you. You know, very much That's like so that. That's so sweet. Yeah, I love that. That was amazing. Yeah. More people need to be like that. Totally, and I will do anything for you, and here's my cage. Here's you want a love cage. I want to, like... Cage of dr- love. Yeah. Yes, my yeah. dream out garment is a cage of love. There's a neon body cage, uh, like neon light one in my next collection. Oh. <gasps> Stay tuned, everybody. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Jador Jadon is uh, where we just um, do a recap of things that we've jadored and um, or things in like in the atmosphere in the culture right now that we jador and things that we maybe should don't. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So from this uh, from this talk, um, I think I've finally admitted to myself that I kind of do jador the way Melania is looking. I wasn't able to admit it to myself before, um, but I can now. You can't say no to like amazingly well-made, like amazing clothes that the are lines, well-made and the designed lines, by yeah. talented people. Yeah, exactly. J'adore. Um, so j'adore, j'adore, j'adore. Um, j'adore. Um, j'adore. The, <laughs> the, the mantis, movies. the mantis getting eaten yeah, is still... Curdling, she died. Yeah, it's like still curdling my blood. Like I'm, yeah. like parts of me are still shaking thinking and about that. You have to think about the crickets. They saw their friends get eaten every day, and they just had to stop it. Oh yeah, it was a revenge. It's it was sort of like an it, uprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's two sort of sides to this story. True. It's really just the violence of it all that like upsets only me. Only the wings yeah. were left. Oh, this isn't a joke. <laughs> Yeah. I love this memory. <laughs> I can't deal with it. I can't deal it with it. It was some hardcore shit. Yeah. I have a quick, I have a gruesome cricket memory that I'm recalling that. I fucked up. Crickets are fucked up. Yeah, it's it's horrible what we do to them. We fed them to turtles when I was little, and I, there's a gruesome memory. Turtles of, eat crickets? Yeah. Oh, like. Water go, yeah, water. Oh yeah, it. I had terrapins, which are like smaller ones of those as a kid. <laughs> and yeah. we're like, and yeah. we're like totally terrapins. Terrapins, yeah, love, love j'adore terrapins. Yeah. J'adore terrapins. <laughs> okay, that's like, a group j'adore, j'adore terrapins. Fun fact about terrapins, yeah. not that you asked, but you're getting No, it. this uh, is what I want. When yeah. I was 13, I yeah. it was in Spain visiting my family, I'm half Spanish, mm. and I bought some terrapins at a market, put them in a box and put them in my suitcase and brought them home and they're still alive to this day. <gasps> Illegal. Mm. Well, one of them passed away sadly a few years ago, oh, but okay. the other one's there, and he's got she's got a friend, and they live with my cousins. Oh, 
Thank you. And my mum found out. She's like, what? <laughs> Not quite. So let me. Okay, I'll go first. Um, j'adore. Honestly, I, I I hate to be such a tag along, but yeah, like j'adore Melania in like a in a in a very complicated very complicated way this was an innovative um and complicated jador yeah, yeah it's like it's just like melania like j'adore porn star in the white house j'adore porn star in the white house j'adore porn star in the white house yes yeah that's j'adore that's a j'adore and yeah. then everything else can fall at the wayside yeah. but j'adore porn star in the white house je don't my fear of meeting my idols yeah. J'adore baby Christian insect expert. J'adore, j'adore. And my j'adore is either your stained glass dress mm. that you've got to create mm-hmm. and also the whole meaning behind it. Thank I you. think it's great. Thank yeah. you. Oh, what was my other j'adore? Um, oh, I can't even remember it. My other, that's my j'adore. That's I love my j'adore. That. Okay, that's the a solid j'adore. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, Christian Cowan, thank you so, so much. much. Thank you. Yeah. So much fun. fun. And um, we're looking forward to seeing this next collection. And I'm very excited about this mysterious I'm collabo. The cartoon collab. It doesn't I come out till like early 2019. I don't care. We're still. I have to say, I'm willing to go in a stasis right now yeah, just to. Me too. Yeah. Ages. So like, yeah. I'm obviously willing to wait. Yeah. And you're staying glass like yeah. cryogenics too. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And I'll just wait for the cartoon. The cage of time. So yeah, when is it going to be announced? You know? I don't know. We're talking about it, and there would be like a teaser that would come out in September Fashion Week 2018. Mm, okay. And then the full thing would take place in early 2019. Fantastic. So it takes a year for animation to happen. Yes. Yeah. So, Christian, um, do you want to give the people your your handles? I mean, oh, it's just my, it's at Christian Cowan mm. everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning into So Fascinating. Um, and uh, have a beautiful afternoon. Just a beautiful time. Yeah. Just have you a sick day, people. <laughs> have a sick, have a sick day, day, people. People. Bye.